And we'll start off with some football as something that has happened over the last couple of weeks. Not that you would know this, maybe you do, but the traditional media offering of the coordinators with Glenn Spencer and Charlie Weiss, basically, hey, inside scoop here. It wasn't that well attended on the media a couple of weeks back, and rather than have those coaches have to take time out of their busy days to talk to one person, well, they just did their interview with me. And so we'll give you a little exclusive audio. It's for the pregame show that we always have the conversations with Charlie Weiss and Glenn Spencer. But for the first time, I'll give you a little glimpse of some of my conversation with Glenn Spencer, just about a minute, specifically something that I'm sure people want to know about, which is the issues that the team had on third downs against East Carolina. We, of course, both with Charlie and Glenn, spoke a lot about Houston, and you'll hear that on our pregame show on Saturday night. We're hoping for better weather on Friday night, by the way, so that's going to be a, a weird one. I know the weather's going to turn. It's finally going to get into the 40s, and I'm looking forward to it, but it's going to hurt us maybe with the playing conditions, specifically not with the women's tournament, but with the men's game on Friday night. It's an important game, and it sounds like it's going to be a wet one for the men against Tampa. We'll talk more about the actual game on tomorrow's show in a preview, but we'll have the interview with the seniors on this show. So we'll start off with the football, get to Glenn Spencer in just a second. Two players were made available to the media. As we said, usually it's on Tuesday, but with that being an election day, no student athletes in the NCAA were required to do anything like that. And so it was Wednesday that we talked to both Kelvin Pinckney and Xavier Weaver. Of course, Pinckney had a great game, seven tackles, including the tackle that should have also been a safety. Here's a little bit of an assortment of what the departing senior had to say, including I like what he had to say about doing a little recruiting himself, trying to keep defensive linemen specifically close to home. Our mindset is just, you know, attack every day with the same enthusiasm and just come out with great energy and, you know, do our best to our best ability to execute the game plan. You know, as a local guy, to promote the brand, it was pretty much, uh, you know, just going back home, you know, promoting a lot of the, you know, a lot of the stuff here that I do as far as like getting guys to recognize d Lyman, you know, d Lyman are, you know, the heart and soul of the defense. And then also promoting the University of South Florida, getting kids, you know, to understand that you don't have to go far from home to go to a big university. Uh, the rotation has actually been pretty well, you know, mainly just because we have, we have, we know each other, you know, chemistry. And over time, you know, Thad coming in, we just kind of just took him in as our own, you know, as our own and just worked from there. It is going to be strange how that entire group essentially is going to be gone after this year. They're all exhausted with their eligibility. And if you missed it, and again, we told you that we had audio issues with Jeff Scott. One of the things that he said during his press conference, which we don't have audio of, but I was there and I can relay it to you, was they are going to maybe go roughly 50-50 for next year when it comes to freshmen versus players out of the transfer portal. But it makes absolute sense. You cannot field, you know, a two deep on the defensive line of all freshmen. It's going to have to be about 50-50. Now a guy who's been around and healthy finally, even though he's had still some issues this year, Xavier Weaver. I like what he has to say about his production here, as he was told by Will Turner, who covers the team, that already, and this was, I think, something he surpassed two games ago, he's gotten more yards for a wide receiver in a season since 2018. His humble reaction to that, but I also like something that's kind of unsung or not talked about enough, his ability to be the punt returner and be great at it because I was at a couple of the practices. I saw the issues that the guys they wanted back there were having catching the ball. Well, Weaver's taking care of that. So here's a little bit of X. Uh, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. You know, I, I don't really 
be knowing all those stats, you know, I, I didn't even know that until you just told me that. So just hearing that is, is a real big blessing, you know, uh, uh, props to my quarterback and to my old line for being able to get operation in time for us to get the ball out. So, you know, it's a big, it's a big blessing. Uh, they got a, they got a uh, aggressive sound, sound on defense, you know, they play real physical, you know, but nothing we haven't seen before. So we just got to go and get after them. Yeah. Uh, special teams, uh, plays a big role in the game, you know, uh, special teams, you know, all the hidden yardage that you can get. And Coach DePrado does, I think he's one of the best in the nation of, at his job. And he he does a good job of um, helping us understand special teams and the importance of it. You know, it's a it's a group of offensive players, defensive players, you know, coming together and executing. So if you don't execute in one, in one job, one person don't do their job, the whole special teams play could go wrong. So everybody just got to do their job and, and it'll, it'll come out great. Just having a, knowing we needed a punt return to that, that's a big part of the game because we don't have no one who catch no punts. That's a loss of field advantage, uh, yard, stuff like that. So I just had to, you know, get extra reps after practice before practice come in, stuff like that, catch punts, and it's actually working real well, and I'm starting to, I'm starting to like it. That Houston defense is going to be a lot to contend with. Some eye-popping stats we'll cover more for you on tomorrow's show. Now I said, talk to Glenn Spencer. This is part of our pregame conversation that you'll hear in full during the first hour of our pregame on Saturday night. So this will be around, what, 545, 550 range, but yeah, exclusive now for you here on Bulls Beat. And the answer starts off with me mentioning how Day Day Evans being out might have hurt the defense as much as Timmy McLean being out hurt the offense. Yeah, he was out, and then uh, Christian was, you know, nursing an injury too, so he wasn't uh, full speed. So, uh, yeah, it's just that, that, uh, the whole back end, you know, it just can't, we can't seem to get get everybody together you know on a saturday <laughs> uh the the one two's there but when you have the lack of depth and you you lose an experienced guy like that it just you know really limits you on what you can do you know the, the goal for me is is to get our guys right uh, in position to to win the game mm-hmm. the best way to win the game uh with what we can do so i i'll always do that and um you know, going to a game plan, you have to do that. If you do some other things that aren't on that level, then all of a sudden you give up some big plays and uh, and sudden uh, change opportunities are out the window and you're giving up points on big plays and nobody's going to be happy about that uh, either. So it's a fine line. That's what I, you work day and night for, to figure those things out. They were definitely playing some guys that, you know, they weren't expecting to play and we've been sort of addressing it on and off all year long getting some other players, freshmen namely, as part of that secondary rotation. But, boy, do they really miss some of the guys that have been out and still hurting, as you heard in the case of Christian Williams. Hoping to have Day-Day. He's been practicing, ready to go against Houston on Saturday night.